0: WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. That's WonderfulPistachios.com. It's another Q and A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode eight twenty five, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q and A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send me the questions, and I answer them for you. And I thank you so much for sending me these questions. It's my favorite part of the week. If I haven't answered your question yet, I promise I will. I think I'm due for another speed round soon. I'll let you know when that's coming. And in case you're wondering if Dr. Neal is just a nickname, no, I actually do have my doctor of public health degree where my emphasis was chronic disease prevention and nutrition. I also received my master of public health degree with an emphasis in health education and health promotion. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist through the American College of Sports Medicine. When I'm not doing this podcast, I actually teach at three higher-level institutions and have been featured in over 70 different media outlets for my expertise on health, nutrition, fitness, wellness, you know, all the stuff I talk about on this show. And what I always say is, I hope that you can feel as though you're gonna hear the truth. So with that, Let's get to today's question as we optimize your life. Hey, how's it doing? My name is Douglas Vargas. I was wondering how do you calculate how many carbs you burn in a workout, especially if you're working out multiple times a day or you work construction? And how would you know how many carbs you need to intake again in the best way? Thank you. Thank you for the question, Douglas. I wish there was an easy way for us to know whether we're burning carbohydrates or fat when we're working out or really when we're doing anything. Don't get me wrong, the technology actually exists, but most of us don't have access to it. This type of testing equipment is usually found at university research facilities. And in case you're wondering, here's how it works. And oh, in case you're not wondering, I'm gonna tell you anyway. If you want an idea of whether you're burning mostly carbs or fat, The researcher will have you hop on a stationary bike or a treadmill, something that gets you moving consistently. Then, they'll hook you up to this fancy machine. They'll then place this breathing apparatus around your head with the mask. Now, do you remember Bane from the film The Dark Knight Rises? He was Batman's villain. Do you remember his mask? Well, the mask that they would put on you in one of these research labs kind of looks like that, but it's less cool. That's because in these research labs, the breathing apparatus has a tube at the end of it which connects to a computer. Bane from The Dark Knight Rises didn't have this weird tube coming out of his mask. And if you try and talk to the mask like Bane did, you might sound a little like him. You just may not have that weird accent. You're just going to sound much cooler. That was my Bane impression. Moving on. The whole purpose of this weird breathing apparatus is to analyze your breathing. Specifically, We want to know how much oxygen you're taking in versus carbon dioxide you're exhaling during the exercise. What's amazing is by analyzing your oxygen intake and carbon dioxide production, the computer can determine whether you're burning mostly fat or mostly carbohydrate. This is because when the body burns fat, the stuff that's left over is water and carbon dioxide. The water gets excreted in your urine, but the carbon dioxide is exhaled when you breathe. So the more carbon dioxide the machine senses you exhaling, it can estimate whether you're burning mostly fat or carbohydrate during that workout. Now, I should mention, I've been choosing my words very carefully. You may have noticed I keep saying burning mostly carbohydrates and burning mostly fat. This is because most of the time, we're using both for energy, but we may be using one more than the other at any given time. Whether we're using mostly carbs or fat for energy is based on a number of different factors, like your current level of fitness, your gender, your age, the composition of your last meal or snack, and so on. When it comes to which one you're burning during exercise, there are some general rules we can use. Please know that these rules aren't perfect. I'll explain why after. So we gotta dive into a little bit of exercise physiology here. You ready? Here we go. Whether or not we're burning fat or carbohydrate during exercise is based really on two things, the intensity of the exercise and the duration of that exercise, meaning how long your exercise lasts. Let me give you some examples. Imagine you're going to perform a barbell bench press and you're going to lift it eight times, meaning you're going to complete eight reps. For most, completing these eight reps will take about 30 seconds or less. Exercise physiologists have discovered that when exercises last 30 seconds or less and are particularly of high intensity, like lifting a heavy weight, we actually use creatine as our main form of fuel. Now, our bodies naturally make creatine, so supplementing with it is usually not necessary. But for really short bursts of exercise, like lifting a weight eight times, we're not actually using carbohydrate or fat for fuel. The body is using something different altogether, creatine. Now, let's take a different example. Let's say instead of bench pressing for eight reps, you decide you're going to decrease the weight on the barbell and try and perform as many repetitions as you can for one full minute. When exercises last longer than 30 seconds, like lifting a weight for a full minute, the body will switch from using creatine as its fuel source to carbohydrate. Now, carbohydrates are a better resource for energy when compared to creatine, so that's why the switch happens. But carbohydrates can only sustain us for so long, about three to five minutes max. So what happens when an exercise lasts longer than five minutes? Well, that's when the body turns to its best source of energy, fat. So theoretically, when you're going out for a jog or a swim or a bike ride, something that lasts longer than five minutes, the body will likely turn to burning mostly fat for fuel. But as I mentioned, there are exceptions to this. We're learning that. When you perform high-intensity interval training, the body may not burn fat during the workout, but possibly may burn fat after the workout. So if we think about high-intensity interval training, most of that lasts for 30 seconds or less, maybe up to a minute. But we don't get into what some people call the fat-burning zone. This is a myth. That's because there's this thing I talked about in a previous Q&A episode called the afterburn effect. So what we're learning is the body may burn fat after the workout, not during. Now look, if you stay consistent with your workouts and add more muscle, you'll probably find that your body will burn more fat all of the time. During workouts, of course, but even when you're just watching TV or even sleeping. So here's the thing. Here's my bottom line. Don't stress too much about which type of fuel you're using and when. Focus on mixing up your routines so that you have some heavy lifting days, some high-intensity interval days, some light cardio days, mix those up. And then from there, the body kind of figures out which fuel source to use. And I promise, it will turn to burning fat as fuel. As far as how many carbohydrates you need to consume each day, especially for refueling your muscles, the American College of Sports Medicine has some recommendations. They recommend we consume 2.7 to 4.5 grams of carbohydrate per pound of body weight, or if you prefer the metric system, 6 to 10 grams of carbohydrate per kilogram body weight per day. So, let's take the example of a 125-pound client. Doing the math, they would need to consume anywhere from 338 grams of carbohydrate up to 560 grams or so. And of course, the American College of Sports Medicine recommends that these carbohydrates come from mostly whole, minimally processed foods. But if you follow these general guidelines, you will likely refuel those muscles with plenty of carbohydrate without hopefully going overboard and having some of that carbohydrate get turned into fat. But luckily, if you're mixing up your routines, incorporating heavy lifting with some light cardio, with some high-intensity interval training, hopefully you're going to change your body and have it burn more fat all the time, not just during your workouts. slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you again for the question, Douglas. You'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And if you want to be in the raffle, send me a question. Just come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. It's really easy, and you can even play back your message and do retakes before sending it in. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 61 I love ohd Both methods are in this episode's description, which you can find at oldpodcast.com. All right, that's 825 episodes of Optimal Health Daily, and it's all thanks to you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your continued support. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll see you back here, as always, on Monday where optimal life awaits.